Hi, Bestie. Welcome back to another episode of Buckle Up, Bestie. I'm Amy. And I'm Connor. <laughs> um, Connor is back for his second and final farewell this week. Um, so this week, we, we do our weekly catch-up. We, we tried to keep it brief this week. Don't know if we did. I think we did. It was a pretty boring week for us both. I know, true. Um, we did our topic of the week. Connor, Connor brought the goods this week. Um, do you want to introduce your topic? Yeah, well, I've done the mandala effect, which I'm going to say went down a bit like a lead balloon, but I hope everybody no. enjoys it and learns something. And then we also briefly touched on embarrassing things that we all do that we don't know why they're embarrassing, but they just really are. Yeah, Connor, Connor brought not one, but two. Now, I have to say, I loved the, the topic of the week. I just didn't know a lot about Anything it. about it. Yeah, well, which is why we do the topic. The brain going. <laughs> Sparks a bit of flint. Stone. <laughs> Stone. Um, then we did our review of the week, which is the new film Elvis. And we did our agony auntie slash hunkles. We sure did. So we hope you enjoy, besties. Buckle up, bestie. Well, Amy, let's get right into it. How about a little weekly catch-up? Sorry, I'm just looking at my phone and I'm actually in the middle of... I'm 42 minutes into this week's Buckle Up Bestie. Well, it's so funny you say that because when I was trying to connect your AirPods to my um, laptop, the next thing I could hear myself in my ears (laughs) and I thought, he's a fan. What's it like being a celebrity? (laughs) Oh my God, it was great. Um... I'm going to get into my weekly catch-up and round it up because God knows how long yours is going to be just based off last week alone. I have to let you know it was a quiet week this week. Okay. Do you want to go first then? No, bitch. Well, mine is always quiet, but I went to Dermot Kennedy on Friday. (gasps) Wow. That was my most exciting thing. Um, Can I just say something so controversial? Oh, God, really? So I had a, a great time with the girls, like... Had a, had a ball, okay? The weather wasn't great, but that it, it didn't lash rain on us, which was great. Not really Dermo's fault. Not Dermo's fault in the slightest. Now, I've seen Dermo before, okay? Wow. And he was great. At the time, he wasn't, like, really big or anything like that. You know, I kind of discovered him before he was <laughs> big. Um, but I don't think he suits an outdoor arena. Right. I think he suits indoor, intimate kind of gigs. Because, right. like, where we were, like... If we're standing up, I'm not going to be in the middle of the crowd up at the front. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we were kind of like on the outskirts down the back, which is our choice to be there. Could barely hear them. And everyone around us was like, there was somebody breaking up beside us. There was somebody else getting together beside us. Everyone was having chats about their yeah. week. And I was just like, why is it? Like, it was just like day two of a festival, you know, when yeah. no one cares about the acts anymore. And do you think that was because of him or like poor sound quality from the event? No, I think it was a mixture because... Oh, well, it was definitely like where we were stood because like, I moved up further because I wasn't drinking and yeah. I went up to get a coffee and he, he sounded great and everything. But he just came on stage. He didn't say like, hello, Dublin, like, so great yeah. stage. He just came on. He was three songs in before he spoke to us. Right. Like, I just think he's very poor stage presence. Yeah. And then when he was talking to us, it was like... And I know, like, Dermot's very somber and he, he was just like... God, it's so great to be back and like yeah. just really quiet in himself. And yeah. yeah, so just really quiet. And I was just like, I feel like to be outdoors, you need to be, have great stage presence yeah. and be loud and like, you know, all this. Sorry that Connor's cracking, I can't. It's for you. It's for me. Throat. Yeah. Oh my God, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> ASMR. Honestly, they probably didn't even hear that cheek. 
I'm not being funny. I do have a cough, but I think this, the spices from the kitchen is coming into my neck. Sorry I'm not that we're messing. making stuffing in the kitchen. I just made stuffing for the first time. It oh my God, I'm never going to learn about Dermot if I don't shut the fuck up. Well, that's all I have to say. Like, he's a beautiful singer and like love his gigs. But I, if I was to go see him again, I'd make sure it was indoor and I was like seated and like could cry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like I have to say, I'm making all these like Dermo references and joking as if like I'm a big fan. I actually like the only thing I know about Dermot Kennedy is what I hear of him on the radio. His mm. songs are catchy, but like I wouldn't, I don't think I even follow him like on social media or anything yeah. like that. So I actually don't really know much about him, but I would have presumed he was one of those like Lewis Capaldi kind of people where, you know, you need to be sitting down having yeah. a cry listening to him. Well, funny you say that because Lewis was on, I think. Possibly the night after. R- r- sorry, but was there not like 10 people on in Malahide Castle back to back? Yeah. Like, but like his looks at, he's a really good stage presence. Yeah. You see, he's got somber songs, but he's actually really funny. Good crack. Whereas Dermot, like, he's a 10, but he was wearing a long cardigan. You know I what I mean? No, but then, yeah, like, <laughs> I used to work with a girl that went to school with Dermot. Mm. And really? She said, yeah, she said he was really like awkward and sort of nerdy in school. Yeah. And quite quiet. Um, and that he wouldn't have been like very popular or, or yeah. anything like that. So maybe he's just like not a loud extroverted person. Yeah, no, and I totally get that. And I'm yeah. not taking it from him. I just think, Dermot, if you're listening going forward, stick no, to indoor audience. gigs. Mm-hmm. Even like the Tree Arena, he would have would have been great. Yeah. It was just the outdoor gig, it didn't suit. Yeah, like to electric be atmosphere, but like the music didn't suit. Yeah. Mm. You know? Yeah, That's that. just my opinion, Connor. Right. I'm not gonna sit here and be judged. That's my opinion. <laughs> But after that, what else did I do? I don't I, know. Oh no, I then I got a cold and I have been raw off ever since, so that was pretty no much way. it. Did yeah. you do a little test? Did a test, Neggy. Neggy. Just just a cold. Neggy. Great. Neggy like myself. I know, sure we're kinda of got to that stage now, haven't we? Yeah. This is what we've been fighting for. I know. Well, anyway, tell me about your week, Bestie. It was a very, very quiet. You were here Tuesday. And then I had been working Tuesday, hadn't I? No. Oh my no, God. So I had the L'Oreal Colour Trophy and then my boss gave me the day off on Tuesday. Shout out to my amazingly sound boss. But she just said that I could enjoy my day off on Tuesday. Aww. So I scrubbed the house. We recorded the episode. Back to work on Tuesday. Or back to work on Wednesday. Worked on Thursday. It was off on Friday. And then Saturday, Sunday, we actually went up. Was it Friday night or Saturday morning? Saturday Saturday morning, Dom's mom and stepdad went to that nineties fest in Punchester. Oh, yeah. Um so she came down, Dom's mom came down on Saturday morning and just got her hair styled for the gig. And wasn't it Saturday morning? Yes, because Dom was working. So she came down Saturday morning early. I styled her hair for the gig and then she went up and Dom's nan was babysitting his little brother and sister. So we went up and relieved her when Dominic was finished work and we were just in Kinnegad for the weekend, basically babysitting. Shout out Kinnegad. I know the kids I'm a are Kinnegad honeys. So funny. Um yeah, we had a we had a good time. It was just yeah. nice, relaxing family time. We caught up on Love Island. We were a couple of episodes behind. Oh my god, isn't it getting so oh good? Oh my god, it's getting so, so good. And you know, last night I was just watching last night's episode, and you know when it starts, every year I experience this, and I even said it to myself during the first episode this year, like it's going to change yeah but I was sitting watching it and I was like I'm not going to get into these people like I don't yeah. like them I'm not going to get into it this year like these people aren't going to like do it for me yeah and we I'm all think so the same invested. and we're all like oh it's so shite this series and then it gets so good it's but like if you so think shite. about it like they have to get to know each other as well and they're yeah. like going in they're nervous like as much as you can fake like being this extrovert you're you're not yourself for 100%. a while 
Yeah, and you don't know anyone, so you don't know how to, like... I think you're always sort of, like, testing the water and seeing how much of your personality you can let out. Or, like, yeah. who you can be your 100% self around and who you kind of have to rein it in for. So, yeah, no, um, I'm well into it. Can I say something controversial? Yeah. I hated Gemma at the start. I'm actually getting into her now because I think she's just genuine and takes no bullshit. So Gemma is... Sorry, I... I'm not sure where we'll be oh. on Love Island when this comes out, but Gemma is the one that was in the brown bikini last night who Ek and Sue outed for yes. saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of always was sort of into her from the start. And really? Yeah, and the other little brunette one, what's her name? Paige. Paige. Oh, isn't she oh, She's so sweetest. sweet. Yeah. I kind of thought she was doing, I kind of thought was a bit disappointed. I thought she'd been a bit sly. Yes. I think. Behind back, but then she pulled herself out of it. She was like, do you know what? Actually, no. I'm not I think she thought Jax was a fuckboy so she was like I'm gonna leave myself open protect myself and then yeah and then he was like well I actually really like it he is a fuckboy I think I think yeah. that was a fuckboy move yeah. he thought I'm gonna let her go talk to him and she's gonna see what, how, what she's missing and then when she actually was kind of getting into talking to Jay he back. was like oh fuck me like she could this could go either way 100% and I always think that with strong female presences in Love Island the some fellas like that can suss them out and they're like they're gonna do well she's gonna be my girl yeah, yeah. 100% agree yeah. Um, but yeah but sorry bestie that was it for my week uh, we went to do our review obviously mm-hmm. on Sunday evening and that was it then I was in work yesterday I was on the road doing a little bit of education so that was quite fun Um, I went to one of our salons and just done some education on the road so that was yeah it was a good week Nothing really wild happened. So sorry that my week was so boring, Bestie. Hope you can deal with that. Bestie, the best part of your week was going to see this, going to the cinema with me on Sunday. I know, for our review of, of the week. week. No, Rev- we're, not, we're not there yet, Besties. We're not there. You haven't skipped forward. Um, Connor, lovely catching up with you. Lovely catching up with you too, Bestie. Catch you in the next segment, right? <laughs> We are into the topic of the week, and this week, my gorgeous co-host, Connor, <laughs> forgot your name for a sec, okay, bestie. is bringing the topic. Connor, lay it on me thick. Now, Amy, you're not going to have ever guessed that I was going to do this. It's something I'm so interested in, and I thought it would be an interesting topic for the pod. It's okay. nothing cheesy or funny or anything like that. It's almost educational, but something oh. that may get the brain working. Love um, this. So, and something that everyone has experienced, right? Because I've actually done some research on it and I was like, oh my God, I was actually blindsided by most of those things. So my topic of the week today is on the mandala effect. Do you know what Connor, that is? No. Oh my God. Right. So the mandala effect is oh, Sorry, I'm buzzing for this thing. Um, <clears throat> the mandala effect is an observed phenomenon in which a large segment of the population misremembers a significant event or shares a memory of an event that did not actually occur. Oh my god. So, ready to go? Yeah, so sorry if he's here a lot more in the background. So, let's start with the reason we're all here. Sorry, I am reading this, so if it sounds like I'm reading it, you're right, besties, I am. <laughs> but I needed to take some notes. Buckle now, up for this, besties. Nelson Mandela, who this theory is named after, died in 2013. However, countless people distinctly remember him dying in prison in, 19, in the 1980s. His death was... His death isn't the only example of the Mandala effect. We have been wrong about so many dates, details, and more. So there's theories as to why this exists. Um, there's one theory that based the Mandala effect originates from quantum physics and relates to the idea that rather 
than one timeline of events exists. It's possible that alternative realities and universes are taking place and mixing our timelines into one. Oh my god. In theory, this would result in groups of people having the same memories because timelines have altered and we've shifted these into different realities, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're not alone thinking this is unrealistic. Unfortunately, the idea of alternative realities is un... um, Like, people can't believe it, right? Okay. So people are like, there's no way there's alternative realities. Um, So people just think that we all have false memories. So there's people out there to think that we are all having the same false memory or that there's alternative universes. So is the mandala effect a conspiracy theory? No, this is real. So I'm going to call you out some of the mandala effect like examples and you're going to be like, what the fuck? Okay. Right. Um, so let me get some, let me pull up my receipts. Now, right there. Am I real? Yeah, right. They're they're mild things, but they're things that everybody thinks is one thing, but it's actually fact, not. But that didn't happen. So, Looney Tunes mm. was never called Looney Tunes. It's called Looney Tunes. Okay. Oh, so it's spelled completely different. Yeah. Right. But everyone says Looney Tunes, but it's actually called Looney Tunes. Tunes. Curious George, the monkey. Yeah. Never had a tail. Okay. Oh. Sorry, Connor's showing me pictures, by the way. Right, so they're not all pictures or reference. Um, sex and the City. While there are four women who have sex in the city, the show was actually called Sex and the City. I actually knew that. Um, but people say Sex in, in the, the city. city. Yeah. The Flintstones mm. were actually called the Flintstones. Now, Connor, I knew that as well. Because Flint, like, they fire. No way. Yeah. So, like, people, like, remember the sign saying the Flintstones, but it was actually called the Flintstones. Oh, people just misremembered the T. Yeah. Okay. Um, Luke, I am your father. Mm. The Star Wars quote. He never said that. He actually just said, no, I am your father. Is <gasps> the line. Can I tell you another quote that's misremembered? Yeah. Um paint me like one of your French girls is actually draw me like one of your French girls the Mandala effect right so people will call that out and it's not even true Um, life is like a box of chocolates is not what Forrest Gump actually said Uh, he said mama always said life was like a box of chocolates oh Um, mirror mirror on the wall um, was not the line from Snow White and the Seven Dwarves she actually said magic mirror on the wall (gasps) yeah Right? It's um, kind of like Chinese whispers. It's weird because it's just things that people will quote, but the quotes are always wrong. Wrong, yeah. Um, so while some people swear the Black Eyed Peas released a hit, Boom Boom Pow, in 2008, it came out in 2009. Fergie does not sing, I'm so 2008, you're so 2008. She actually says, I'm so 3008, you're so 2008. Oh, yes. I prefer the other one. I know. Um, do you ever see Hannibal Lecter? No. Right, well, there's a famous quote from that where he meets Clarice for the first time and he says, hello, Clarice. Yeah, He I never said it. He said, good morning, Clarice. No. Yeah. Um, that <clears throat> Freddie Mercury song, We Are the Champions of the World, mm. never said of the world, ever. It just says, we are the champions. I need to listen to that. I have that on vinyl. Um, So people sing it and they'll sing of the world, but he never said that. Um, I had one. 
other one. Uh, Cruella's name, Deville, was not Deville, like D-E-V-I-L-L-E. It was actually just Devil. So her name was just Cruella Devil. Oh my God. It was pronounced Deville. Deville. And there was one other one that I thought was really interesting. Sally Fields Oscar acceptance speech. She, people quote her in saying, you like me, you like me, you really like me. She actually just said, I can't deny the fact that you like me right now. Oh my God. I know. Is there any more like, you know the way it came from Nelson Mandela, they thought he died in prison, but he didn't. Like, is there any more like, where they remembered an event to go a certain way? So Neil Armstrong's death, I also have Neil Armstrong's death. Um, so people have no recollection of him dying. It was never a big thing. Like it wasn't really in the news or anything like that. But he died in 2012 and it just went into the abyss. Oh my God. The canonization of Mother Teresa. So people thought she was a saint before she died. She only got canonized in 2016. <gasps> really? Yeah, so she only actually became a saint in 2016. But do you know, like, I know this could be way off, but, like, were you ever, like, doing something with your friend and then they have a completely different recollection of Well, this is what, what I was going to say to you. Do you have any idea, like, any memories that don't exist? But you're sure they do. I'm sure I do. Do you have any at the minute while I'm trying to think? No. But I also have another small topic of funny things, right? Oh, okay. Like, because I was listening to this week's pod and I was like, if my Mandala Effect one goes down like a lead balloon. No, I love the Mandala Effect one. I find it so interesting. I just can't think off topic in my head, but like, it makes sense. Especially the logos, because I can actually see logos. Like Febreze, do you know the way, uh, there's pictures of the Fe- Febreze one as well, right? But that it's spelled Febreze, like as in E-E-Z, like a, yeah. like a breeze, it's not. It just it's just spelled Febreze, like B R E Z E. Oh. I know. It's not to do with breeze. Like I can actually see all multiple E's, but like Z. So and, like, can I and like, like a breeze? Yeah. Yeah, no, that doesn't exist. So do you mean to tell me that nobody puts baby in the karma is not the actual <laughs> call? <laughs> do you know the IMC has that on the wall? <coughs> it, that was the call. <laughs> she was in the curry. Um, so do you want my bonus topic of the week? Connor, I want your boner every day. <laughs> Give it to me. So things that are so embarrassing to us, but I can't explain why. So normal <laughs> mundane tasks are things that happen to us every day that are so embarrassing, but we're not really sure why they're embarrassing. <laughs> oh my God, I loved it. Um, so walking back from your turn at bowling. <laughs> no, I need to tell you how much I relate to this. Like I... Love bowling so much, but I will not go with anyone anymore for the sheer embarrassment of it. And like, if nobody's looking at me, so I went one time with my sister, my boyfriend at the time, and her boyfriend at the time. And every time I turned around from my go, they were all just chatting, like no one was watching me. And I just got so embarrassed. Like, oh, they did your not goal give, wasn't good enough. Yeah, like to be watched. when they when any of them went, they were all like woohoo, like brava. And the minute I went, nobody gave a solid solitary shot. And after that, I was like, I don't want to go anymore. I'm not good enough. No, not good enough to be watched. They're putting baby in the car. Man. I know. We went bowling a couple of weeks ago, and like Dom kept nearly slipping when he was taking <laughs> his goal, and it was just like the funniest thing ever. But it was so actually so stupid. Like he just kept slipping on the floor because of his shoes or something. Oh but, my like, god! It was so funny. But I'd say he probably had a similar experience where he was just like. Every time I go, you laugh at me. Oh no, poor um, Tommy. I know. 
So getting up to throw something in the bin when you're at a meeting or in class. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's so true. Like, and you know where you're like, oh my God, should I even go? And then you're like rustling and everyone's watching you and you're like, what the? No, but my fuck? anxiety won't let me because even when we were in the cinema the other day, do you remember I was like, do you and Dominic on the way? And I was like, I drink everything the minute before the film starts and then I spend the whole movie concentrating trying not to piss myself because I won't get up and go to I know. I have this fear that I'll fall down the stairs. And you were shocked that we picked the inside seats because you were like, I need to be on the outside, but if I need to go for a piss? And I was just like, oh, you you won't be getting up. Yeah. (laughs) And we were down near the front and I was like, TG, but like we're in on the inside. It's like so much goes through my brain. It ain't right. Sorry, bestie. The last few seconds of a Zoom call where everyone is trying to leave the meeting. (laughs) Oh, you're fumbling. Oh, Connor, remember like trying, all the Zoom? Trying to say goodbye, but you just can't. <laughs> Standing there contemplating your existence while everyone sings happy birthday to you. What do you do? Like, somebody needs to let us know You just have to sit there and smile, but, like, don't smile too much. Do you know what I do when people sing happy birthday to me? I just sing as well. I, I just sing along. And then skip your name. And I just kind of, like, get have eye contact with somebody. Uh, walking up to your Uber and trying to make sure it's the right car. Oh god! Walking up to the Uber is I just know. in itself embarrassing. When the cashier says they can help the next customer, but you're still trying to put your shopping away. <laughs> <coughs> That's just pathetic. Stepping into an elevator when someone else is in it. Oh god! You see, I just don't can't put myself in these situations anymore. Um, watching a sex scene with your parents. Oh yeah. Um, walking up a hill and desperately trying to pretend you're not out breath. <laughs> or slipping down. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, when you try to move out of the way for someone, but then they try to move out of your way, and then you're both standing in each other's way again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You're like, sorry. I know, and then you just say sorry again. You're like, <laughs> dancing with one another. Oh. Oh. Uh, Going on a first date and pretend to be surprised by everything as if they didn't already look as if you didn't already look up their lifetime. Oh my god, yeah. And how's your your second uh, second cousin Susan doing? <laughs> um, where did I actually hear that the other day? Someone was saying that someone asked them out. Did I hear that on your podcast? Someone asked them out on a date and they were like, "Do you want to come on a date on Wednesday?" And they were like, "Is Wednesday not your mum's birthday?" No. <laughs> and then they realised. <laughs> He never told her that. Oh my she God. just found it out off Facebook when she was creeping his profile. That's so funny. But also, pretending on the first date, like, you, you, when they offered to pay, and you're like, oh no, I'll As if pay. you weren't expecting As if you were going to pay. I know. Like, you probably I haven't saved have in my bank account. Don't let me Getting caught taking a selfie. No. <laughs> 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 I'm so sorry, but when I laugh, my cough is ten times worse. Um, forgetting someone's name when you know you already know it and you have to wait for someone else to say it. Connor, that happened to me today. Go on. With this woman I work with. And she had like brought in something for me and I, I, I was doing something else. And I just completely like wasn't expecting her to be there, do you get me? And I was like, oh, thanks for that. Um, um. Now, it did come to me after five M's. But she could have just said her name. Do you know what I actually think is worse? And it happened to me today, believe it or not. Um, when you're sure you actually do remember someone's name and then you use it and you walk away from it and you're like, that's not their fucking name. 
Like, oh, that's never happened to me. Oh, I met someone who I hadn't seen for a while today, um, and I was on like I was standing in the hallway talking to them anyway, and then I went to walk away, and I said, "I'll catch you later, blank." And then I was like, "Oh my god, that's not their fucking name." But you know what? It's more embarrassing for them. I know because they're going away thinking they have no idea who I am. Oh, yeah. I'm so irrelevant. Oh. Sorry. I'm surprised. I'm not surprised that that happens to you because you know a vast amount of people. Well, a vast amount of people know me, Amy. Correction. I That's know, what I'm saying. I know you don't nobody. know their names. I'm really bad with faces, names, remembering. But Connor, the thing is with me, and I think with our generation, we actually find everything embarrassing. Literally. Which is why we don't do anything because we're too cool for school. Like, we don't want to be embarrassing. Like, hurrying for the bus. Like, I would be walking to the train station and I'd sooner walk to the train station, station and miss my train than run for it. Oh my God, 100%. But, like, I actually caught myself the other day running. Like, it's <laughs> running. That's embarrassing. Somebody let me cross the road and I, like, did that awkward skit. But it was more out of I didn't want to be an inconvenience and walk, like hold you up anymore. And I didn't actually want to really cross the road, but they were like letting me. So I was like, oh my God, I don't know where the hell I was walking. I don't walk anywhere anymore. And you I were started probably walking past the bank in Tullow. That's happened to me where I've actually just been walking on that street and someone stops at the pedestrian to let me cross and I cross the road and then I have to cross back. <laughs> so I wasn't even crossing in the first place. <coughs> Why are we so awkward? I don't know. My last point was saying goodbye to someone and then walking in the same direction as them. Why? Is there anything actually worse? No, I don't think so. And then you have to make up more small talk. I, I always go, oh, we're going the same way now. This is awkward. I always say, this is awkward to make it like not awkward. I know. Do you ever walk a little bit faster then? Just change <laughs> your pace so that you don't walk beside each other. I do. No, I don't. Maybe I'd that's be awkward like too. Well, Betsy, that's all I've got. Betsy, you brought us two absolute crackers. Well, thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed listening to me read. I'm, but I am <laughs> upset about you making me laugh because the cough. You can't stop coughing. Sorry about that, Betsy. Cough it. <laughs> I'm Maggie. Review of the week. Review, Review of the week. Well, tell so, us what it is, Bessie. Oh, I'm so sorry, Bessie. I didn't know it was me. <laughs> um, so this week we are reviewing the new... <laughs> <laughs> what, what is it? We're reviewing Elvis. <laughs> Not as a person. Not Elvis. The film. Did you see? I do. Um, do you follow Maddie on TikTok? Yeah, Maddie Grace. Yeah, it's like, love you. I love, <laughs> love you. you. Um, did you see her today? And she was like, I'm going to see Elvis. The real no. Elvis is in my resort. She goes and sees like a tribute act. It's like, oh my god, it's Elvis, the real Elvis. Oh my god, stop. Yeah, so we're going to review that. We're going to Maddie's resort. <laughs> no, we went on Sunday to see Elvis in IMC Carlo. We sure did. And let's just get right into it, Connor. I wasn't really sure what it was. I thought, remember, I was like, oh, was it a documentary? Yeah. And then we did, you were like, no, it's like Johnny Cash walked the line. Yeah, so I think like. They're making a lot of these lately. Like there's yeah. one for Freddie Mercury, there's one for Elton John, mm-hmm. and now there's one for Elvis. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm really into them. I actually think they're very cool. Now I do think like they glamorize everything, like yes. every aspect of their life. Do you know where it it's probably what would I say? Like, do you know sometimes films are like this is a dramatization of real real life events. I'd say people that knew Elvis or like knew Freddie Mercury or Elton John or whatever were probably watching those films being like, That didn't fucking happen. Yeah. But it's still good for entertainment purposes. Oh, 100%. It was a great production. And 
I actually don't, didn't know a lot about Elvis. I have to say I still don't really. But like I wouldn't have, like I, I like Elvis's music, but like I'd never put it on. Didn't yeah. know anything really about his life or anything like that. Like I knew he was into drugs at the end and that was kind of it. Yeah, like my, <clears throat> I use this term very loosely. My dad was a big <laughs> Elvis fan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's unfair to say that. Yeah. Like, the person who, like, I don't know. like Artificially my, inseminated your mother. My, well, officially. But <laughs> my sperm donor mm. um, was hugely into Elvis. So I remember on the couple of weekends that, if you're listening to this, um, I, I'm just making this point. Uh, the couple of weekends that he did pick me up, he used <laughs> to um, listen to Elvis all the time in the car. So I actually that kind of turned me off being an Elvis fan. I can imagine. I always like I always associated with him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I really wanted to give the film a go because I thought his life might be quite interesting, but yeah. much more interesting than I actually thought, mm. and really empathised with him to be honest. I know I didn't know anything about like that. He, it was his manager that kind of exploited him. Exploited him. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Sorry, spoilers if you haven't seen it yet. Oh yeah. Well, it was. It's going to be two weeks ago. So yeah. If you're going to see it, you'll have already seen it. Exactly. I would go see something in the cinema after it's been out for two weeks, would you? You'd have to go see it in the cinema just for, like, the production of it all. Absolutely. I don't know. Do you know what was Yeah, it was I so think good. it might kind of fall a bit more flat if you're watching it, like, at home on the yeah, TV. Yeah, 100%. Um, but, yeah, it actually was a big production, how you say that. Um, yeah, I suppose, like, one interesting thing for me as well was, and I, I said this the other day, and I, I know this probably sounds so stupid, but you know you see pictures of Elvis like as this young handsome hunk yeah and like videos of him performing like when he was like hot yeah and then you see these like pictures of him when he was older and he's like a completely different person like he doesn't look anything like that younger version of himself and I kind of I was always intrigued to know like where everything like changed or went downhill like Mm. where did he how did he get from this strapping young attractive man to this like overweight like really unhealthy looking person yeah like where did where did it all go wrong and I think we still didn't get a lot of that in the film no I actually think a lot about Elvis himself was like very quickly like a what do you call them do you know like little montages Mm. like things important events I feel like were just like little montages where they like sort of skipped through it and then we were on to the next part 100% and it did focus a lot on younger Elvis yeah it didn't give us a lot of like like he was definitely a lot more into the drugs and everything and it really just skimmed over that yeah that was as if it was a blip in his life yeah you know what I mean um I think that they were like really I would say it was probably made by an Elvis fan or like a group of people that wanted to paint him in a really good light yeah because like you say it was just a a small part of it but obviously it must have been a huge part of his life for it to play such a big part in his life yeah and they sort of like made reference to him putting on weight at the end and like having health issues and stuff like that but we didn't see any of that no and when they said like oh he was like putting on the pounds but he didn't look it in the film he didn't until the like the the very end end. yeah and then he was just this different person yeah and also one minute him and Priscilla were madly in love and next minute they're having a divorce. They're not talking. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like she's literally moving out. Like they should have showed us him with all the girls. Like they showed us him with one girl, one girl and like, do you know, stuff like that. Like I just, I feel like they did skim over a lot. But like you did learn learn like a lot about him too, but... Well, I did. I learned I learned more than <coughs> I ever know. Um, and then I suppose recently there's been so much about him on TikTok about like exploiting like 
black people and like stealing black people's music mm. and like making book off that. But again, I would say the film sort of portrayed that in a way like, oh, he was like besties with them all. And then like was nearly like, hey, can I borrow your song? And they were like, yeah, sure thing. Like as if. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I, he was going to like underdog bars and listening to these amazing, incredible black musicians like mm. singing these absolutely unreal songs. And then he was just going and like producing them. Yeah. And making like huge amounts of money off them. And there was I a clip where he was like, I might take this song. And your man was like, if you do, it'll be huge. But like, as if a conversation like that would ever go down. Yeah. Like they'd be like, you're not taking my song. No, I know. But I think in that time, now I don't know, but what I gathered was these coloured artists will never get the chance to produce this music or make it big. Like they kind of, they stick to their gospel genre and yeah. that's, their, that's all they're allowed. Yeah. And they're not allowed to go to these like, the white fairs and stuff like that which yeah. is odd and they did kind of I suppose make a nod towards that in the film as well where mm. the fella that like Elvis's manager when someone was trying to promote Elvis to him before he took him over he was like oh I know because the the manager that ended up exploiting him in the end was like always looking for something to make money off yeah and someone that was working for him was like hey there's this new singer out he's like really hip with like older people younger people country people r&b people like he's kind of reaching everybody yeah he's gonna be huge and he was like this is the music that he sings and the first thing the producer said was i'm not taking on a black artist yeah he was like the thing is he's not black yeah because he sounded black and he was like he's white and then it was like money 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 yeah but i thought it was so sad and I never knew that like he was he grew up in like um a black village or whatever because he was like the only white housing in a black housing yeah because his father got arrested and had to go to prison yeah and then I think him and his mom and his brother like lived in poverty basically yeah so he got a lot of his inspiration from all the colored people around him and like he started bringing in their moves and and everything to his like that's all he kind of knew yeah and then it was like completely frowned upon which now is cool because we can appreciate that but i'm sure in the time it was just exploitation of like Mm. their actual craft do you know what i mean but i also thought it was unfair that he couldn't dance like them because it was it was knocking down segregation whereas they wanted to keep up the segregation they wanted to keep black and white apart whereas he was kind of tying them together and they were like absolutely not there was a lot of like historical events yeah that like elvis was there for i know obviously we were only seeing like two hours of it but, and they obviously made it like that on part, like intentionally, but lots of historical events happened around the time that Elvis was here mm. and like the world changed yeah. while he was there. But I suppose in a way they kind of made out in the film that like Elvis changed the world a little bit. Yeah. Maybe he did though. Like, I suppose he probably would have. Like I would always say like Lady Gaga changed the world, which she did. She definitely changed the world of music. So maybe he was like a Lady Gaga of his time. Yeah. And he, when they were like, um, when the president got shot, they were like, you need to come up and speak out now. And then his manager was like, he's an entertainer. He's not speaking and yeah. all. And it's like, that's what celebrities do now. They yeah. speak so and we can all hear them and yeah. agree with them or whatever. 100%. Um, but yeah, I suppose the biggest thing was the manager ended up absolutely rinsing him for everything he was worth and really worked him like a dog. Yeah. Like, he didn't care about him at all. All he seen was money signs. Yeah. And it was so sad at, towards the end. Again, spoiler. But, like, when he he was like, I don't want anything to do with my manager anymore. Like, I want him out. 
and then he just gave up and was like get the doctor up here to give him more drugs and like yeah. and his dad was his um financial manager and he was just like yeah and just went along with it just yeah. so he'd be up on the stage like i think his dad was obviously a bit of a down and out like his mom it was quite sad in the film as well that his mom died but again that was sort of like a montage situation where it was just like "Ooh, your mom died and then yeah. it was like over you know but his relationship with his mom was beyond weird i'm gonna say like almost sexual tension yeah like that's why i kept saying to dominic i was like she's dying to ride him they're so they were sort of into each other now, I think fairness, it was young Elvis was a stud. fucking snack. Snack. So, but I think it was because his twin brother died, and then his father went to jail, and they probably just had each other. Uh, yeah, they and then she was like, "I, I don't want you to leave as well." That's why she had the attachment. That's yeah. what I got her. Yeah. Um. And then there was one other thing that I can't remember. Priscilla. Mm. So again they made the Priscilla thing like a really beautiful love story which I'm absolutely sure it was but he was in his 20s when he met her and she was 14 what the fuck oh my god but there's a lot of relationships like that in the town at the minute yeah I know and they actually probably all have babies but yeah I just think that that's mental yeah I I think um sorry I'm not even commenting on that I'm actually steering away I think it's so sad that we've seen this story so many times of like young people get famous and rich really young, turn to drugs and die. Yeah. It's just constant. Um, the woman in the film that played Priscilla mm. was the image of Casey Musgraves. Sorry, I just have to put that out there. I don't really know her. I know oh. who she is, but... Well, maybe it was just the look and obviously Casey Musgraves like designs her look on people in that genre yeah in that era yeah but yeah the priscilla actress is fucking stunning she kind of reminded me of do you know your one that's married to the jones brothers off game of thrones sophia no. anderson don't that know her, her. or is sophia anderson one of the cop destroyers anyway who's the cop destroyers <laughs> the cop destroyers from jordy shore no they're like two like porn stars <laughs> make loads of like content together oh I'm so sorry we're the cop destroyers Jesus no never seen them no I must get on to have to look them up um, they're before... just like entertainers now more sudden pop oh. stars. before we close off do you want to tell the listeners the Harry Styles thing oh yeah so apparently Harry Styles not apparently well I suppose it could be apparent I did just read this but Harry Styles was in the running to play Elvis and he was actually like down to the audition stages for it and I think it was between him and the fella that actually plays Elvis um, and the director said that he would love to have Harry Styles play Elvis that he would he thinks he would have like fit the role but the only thing about Harry Styles playing Elvis is Harry Styles is already an icon so he couldn't play an icon so basically that People would never have watched Elvis and seen Elvis. They would have seen Harry Styles playing Elvis. Yeah, I know, hundred percent agree. But I love that Harry's trying to get into acting. I, I think know. he'd be amazing. Like he would have fit that. Like if if he wasn't Harry Styles, he would have fit that role. Like, yeah, well, like so he's well. amazing at acting to be gay. Like so, he probably he probably would be an amazing actor. Yeah, like, he's, Do you think he's not gay. A superb queer bear. I think he is. No, he's no. definitely bi. Any clever celebrity. Any really? clever pop star will click into the gay market because mm. we're diehard fans. So like, you see it with like everyone. Everyone does it nowadays. They're like huge like gay activists. Yeah. Like, even I was at, um, what was I at? What's it called Mighty Hoopla? And like Becky Hill was like bringing out pl- pride flags and stuff like that. I'm a huge Becky Hill stan anyway. 
but she's definitely clicking into the gay market. Okay. But like, it just makes you more successful. Yeah. Like, hello, any of the biggest Be, pop stars ally. in the world are like gay allies. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Anyway, what would you give Elvis the movie out of ten? Oh, I'd give him one or two. Oh, excuse me, and um, fiance in the kitchen. I'm just, just kidding. Disclaimer: I would give give Elvis. Uh, I would give Elvis an eight out of ten. Okay, why why not ten? It was. Although I enjoyed every minute of it, yeah. it was a tad too long. Like, it's two hours and 40 well, minutes long. very long, wasn't it? Um, maybe it's because of the time that we went as well. Like, it's sort of just about met my bedtime where I was like, okay, I'm almost ready to go home now. Yeah. Um, although it was still brightish out when we left, so that was okay. Um, so maybe that's not the movie's fault, but I would say a second too long. And then also just, it was a bit quick. Like... I know what I'm saying for a long film it it's was it's too long it's too quick I think they skimmed over some really important parts yeah and just sort of like glamorised lots of stuff that probably wasn't that glamorous I would have to say I'll give it a 9 okay and the only reason I'm docking a mark is because they didn't I don't feel like they did the true story justice yeah but as a film if it was just a film if we didn't know who Elvis was I thought it was ex- an extremely good film yeah a hundred percent. I thoroughly enjoy it. I would agree. Um, I have to say, if you haven't seen it and you're planning on watching it, like, don't go if you're feeling emotional because it is extremely sad. Yeah, there was people sniffling. I didn't know. Do you all have hay fever slash a cold as well? Well, I was kind of crying at the end of it. Yeah. Well, like, I have so much Botox at the moment. I, my face doesn't really move, but I was upset. I was upset. I didn't cry because I don't ever, but it was upsetting. But very good. We'll so, watch again. Let's give it a nine out of ten together, bestie. Let's go again tonight. Okay. You've got four hours to spare. Beep, beep. I've got two hours and 40 minutes. I can get me to cinema quick. Let's go. Oh, see you there, bestie. And just like that. Oh, you know that song? And just like that. You're all I bring. Um, anywho, we're on to <laughs> Agony Aunties and Uncle. Uncles. <laughs> Your Sorry, I'm uncle. still thinking about Ellie Goulding. Well, did you want to say that to her? Do you think she listens? No. No. <laughs> I meant, no, I don't want to say anything to her. She, <coughs> she could listen for Insta. <gasps> you whore. Okay, I'm going to go first with my question. Um. Okay, so it's from a younger listener. Okay. And it must have been a little while ago. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm supposed to be going on a J1 at the end of June. However, I've just got with a boy I really like and he's staying in Ireland. I don't know what to do. Okay. Sorry for a moment because I'm actually as thick as a ditch. A J1, is that just like an American break? An American summer break? A J1, you can only go on in, in college. Okay. And so you have to be in college. You have to be in college. So I think this is the dilemma because you can only go, like once you finish college, you can't go. So you go. So if you pass up this opportunity, you won't have it again. Yeah, unless you go to college again. Okay. And I believe it is America. Right. Because I, I taught J1s, like, but and anyone says they're going on J1, it's like they're going to New York or something. Yeah, like, Bestie Roshi. Yeah. You know, my previous co-host. I think that's my only She reference. did a J1. So you go for the whole summer. Right. She went to New York and I think she went down to Mexico. Or she went to San Diego, sorry. Right, yes. Um, She could talk about that when she's back. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it is America, actually, now that you say it. Right. I th- yeah, because Trump was trying to stop J1s there for a while, okay. I believe. Why is it J? 
Sorry, this is so Jay off topic. Walk. But like, do you know, like you can't jaywalk. Oh my God, yeah. Well, I look up what, what does the J1 mean? Just quickly. I can just... Okay, the exchange visitor in brackets J. So J means exchange visitor. Non-immigrant visa category is for individuals approved to participate in work and study-based exchange visitor programs. What is the meaning of a J1? That's just all it says. It doesn't say why it's actually called J1. Right. So anyway, it's, it's just for students going to America. Okay. So we've, well, I'm glad we've cleared that up first. I, well, I didn't go on a J1, but I was going to go traveling and I met someone and whatever. We decided to keep things going. Didn't work out. What I would say to this girl is you need to either decide, am I going to stay in Ireland with this lad or am I going to go single? I don't think you can do both, to be completely really? honest. Yeah. Oh but I would also, if it was me t- talking to you, I would say go <laughs> and be single and live your best life. Also, J1 is slightly different to me because you can definitely go for two or three months in a relationship. That's but what I was thinking. Um, I completely get where you're coming from. And from knowing your experience, I would agree with your advice. Mm. However, because I'm in a full-blown committed relationship where I'm really, really happy. If Dom told me he was leaving the country for two or three months, I wouldn't be like, okay, we have to break up. Mm. but would you stay I just think from my point of view it held me back and I'm not it, saying enjoying the experience yeah I'm not saying I wanted to go and be a whore because that would have never yeah. happened sorry to use the word whore yeah. I didn't want to go and sleep with people or anything like that yeah. I just think in general and I was just very sad I wanted to be at home with him but I was gone and then and then it still didn't work out so like looking back I'm like my time was ruined and now I'm home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I completely understand. I suppose for me, it like it's different because I would never be able to do it. Like I'm saying, just go. My advice would be go, enjoy it. If you stand the test of time, great. If you don't, then you weren't meant to be. Mm-hmm. But I personally couldn't leave the country for two or three months without Dominic. Yeah. Like I, I wouldn't survive. Yeah. But I do think really like in my heart of hearts, I think Dom could go on a J1 and come home. And everything like I think he'd, yeah. be, he'd be capable of doing that because he's like more independent, whereas I'm really codependent. So I think he could go and enjoy his time and come back. So I don't know. You see, the only varying factor here is she says, I've just got with a boy. Okay. Whereas you and Dominic are together a long time. Yeah, I suppose we're stable. Okay, well, sorry, that does change things. If you've just got one and you're not sure what to do, bestie, I think you already know the answer because if you're not sure what to do about your relationship, your relationship is dead. It's done and dusted. Mm. And also... You're sure or you're not. He's either going to be there in a couple of months or he's not. And like... I just think, like, because J1s are kind of a once-in-a-lifetime thing, like, you could be in your last year of college, like, this could be it for you. Yeah. And, like, you need to go and experience that and, like, not be fighting with someone the whole time or, like, being like, yeah, well, I'm only going out with the girls. And, like, you know these fucking arguments you have. Like, do you know, it's easy to be like, oh, we're going to stay strong throughout three months. But, like, it's fucking hard on a new relationship. It's yeah. hard when you don't really know each other. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, and you can't do this and you can't do that because, like, you'll be constantly thinking about the person at home. And you're going to be thinking about them that are staying in Ireland as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's definitely a hard situation. But my, like, advice is go and have a great summer. Yeah. 
I think your advice is stronger advice and more like educated advice than mine because I'm trying to put myself in this situation where like you've left the country and you know what it's like to be somewhere else. So yeah, I think my advice is a little bit one-sided as well because I'm like, as I said, immersed in a happy relationship. So I'm like, God, number one, I wouldn't leave the country for three months. But number two, if I did, I'd be rallying home yeah. to Dominic. Because like, I was always thinking like god i wish i just stayed at home with him and now that i look back i think god i wish i just had a went single yeah you know what i mean you ruined your own time yeah because at the time i'm thinking well i don't want to think what if what if if i let him go and now i'm thinking well what could my time in canada have been if i was single if i wasn't tied to you Yeah. yeah and not because again not because i want to see anyone else that's not the point i think i my experience would have been so much freer. Yeah. And sorry to keep throwing curveballs, but had you came home and it had been a fairy tale ending with your relationship, that wouldn't be your advice. So I, yeah. do, I do think having a negative experience has really enhanced your opinion on the situation. Yeah, definitely. But also, disclaimer, that's not got to do with somebody, the other person um, tainting my time there it was my own self who wanted to come home and wanted to be with that oh, person yeah. it's not on the other person at all but anyways bestie my advice is take amy's advice bestie my that's my advice um what is your agony uncle okay so my agony uncle is a bit of a weird one okay. i don't really know how i feel about this mm-hmm. but anyway here we are i'm just drinking uh, me and my long-term boyfriend recently broke up. I've been spending a lot of time with our mutual friend and I think I like him. Is this bad? Sorry, I have this issue with Roshan as well. I can't listen. So can I just break it down? Yeah. So I, me and my long-term boyfriend. So this girl mm-hmm. and her boyfriend, who she was with for a long time, broke mm-hmm. up. All right. The girl is now spending time with their mutual friend. Oh. Who she knows through him. And now she thinks she could possibly like him. Mm -hmm. She wants to know, is that bad? Well, first of all, you need to think, is this a rebound? And like, are you looking for somebody? Like, it seems comfortable to me. Yeah. It seems like this person is maybe like your ex. Yeah. They have the same mindset. You're comfortable. Like, I'm being drawn to him. I know him. It's easy. It's comfortable. It's like going back to your own ex. Yeah. There's a little bit of that. And also, I think there's a little bit, in a lot of people, like, some sort of self-sabotaging agent. Yeah. Where you really, 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 really know you shouldn't. And you're just going to do it. Yeah. Because it's so bad. Yeah. I agree. Like, where you're like, play him at fire. And you know you shouldn't be playing with fire, but you're like, oh, fuck it. Also, I think, like, when you're in that sort of emo- emotional turmoil after breaking up with someone, you you want to do bad things. 100%. And maybe the relationship ended badly and you want to hurt You want person. to hurt him a little bit, it seems. Yeah. Uh, because if you if it ended on good terms and you genuinely cared about him, there's never you never, you would that. be like, no way, like, yeah. it doesn't matter. But also, they got their boyfriend's friend, the boy's friend shouldn't be... Yeah, I think that's bad. It's really fucked up. Yeah, I think you are not in the right mind frame to make good decisions at the moment. Yeah. And you need to focus on yourself and be happy with yourself before you go looking for that elsewhere, especially if it's a fresh breakup. Yeah. And 
like potentially mm. your relationship might not be over forever yeah do you know what i mean so like if you do something bad in this time where like you're in a bit of a breakdown of your relationship like maybe there's no hope of them ever getting back together but if you like do you really want the in-between person to be someone that you're gonna have to look at like on your wedding day yeah do you know well connor sorry now to bring myself into it again this happened to me really yeah and it but not i yeah i was the boy in the relationship i was the like my boyfriend my ex did that with a mutual friend okay and it it hurt me so much and I could we ended up getting back together and it hurt like I could never trust him again and yeah. I certainly never trusted her again yeah. like it really hurt me like yeah, so yeah like you wouldn't get over it no and like that's me who can rationalise things boys that will hurt a boy ten times worse yeah like ego boys won't get over that boys egos can't be like fixed if you hurt a man's ego there's no coming back from that yeah and I think it probably is one of the most hurtful things they can do because then you're questioning your whole relationship previous saying, did they fancy them the whole time? The whole was there time. something? Yeah. Did something happen while we were together? I think it's a bad move. But then again, if you really like someone and like your heart is telling, like you, the heart wants what the heart wants at the end of the day and like, I'm no. not going to sit here and stop a relationship happening. I think that you're, I think that, the f- I can't remember what it is exactly that you first said, but, oh yeah, rebound. Mm. I think possibly test the waters with, some- like rebound with someone else and see if you still like the friend. Yeah. Like, is this the only person you're getting attention off right now? Because I can guarantee you if there was five guys giving you attention and he was one of them, you, you might not even consider it. Yeah. You know? And that, like you said, this person may be like your ex, so maybe that's why you're drawn to them. It's an easy option at the minute. You're vulnerable and you don't really know what you want right now. So just take a step back. And it's okay. We all love attention. Like, it's okay. We've all been there. Like, you're not a bad person, but... Bestie, pleasure yourself. Yeah, bestie. There's something in the drawer that just requires a battery. (laughs) That's not going to hurt anyone's feelings. Except your mom if she catches it. (laughs) That is, of course, if you still live at home. (laughs) Like myself. Um... Yeah. Yeah, so Bestie, my advice is don't go there. Yeah, you're just a little bit horny, it seems, Bestie. <laughs> yeah, Bestie. Girl. Get the <laughs> rampant rabbit out. <laughs> God, this is making me want to go home and search through my drawers. I know. Good luck with that, Besties. Two Besties. A lot of relationship issues this week. I know, Besties. Besties, oh, Besties. Bestie, Bestie, Bestie. Well, besties, that's it for another week. I am sad to say that... I actually am sad to say because I was thinking about this today. It's my last podcast. Oh, it's definitely not. We're going to have you back on either as a special guest or you'll have to co-host Well, again, hopefully. Like... If Roisin decides to leave the country again, which I'm sure she does. Mm. Big dog, you know, or big... Or, big... hello, I could go. Her grown-up job. Amy, let's be realistic. I could have a week in <laughs> What are you on about? But yeah, if you need me again, I'd absolutely love to. I thoroughly enjoyed my experience. I hope that the listeners enjoyed listening to me instead of Roisin. Um, <laughs> if anyone hasn't noticed, any of your foreign listeners, this has not been Roisin <laughs> for the last two weeks. And, Roisin, uh, <laughs> stop trying to fool them. Roisin, stop putting on that deep voice. <laughs> no, but on behalf of myself and Roisin and the listeners, 
thank you so much for filling well, in thanks for having it's me it's been a blast it's nice to have a, a different voice I am looking forward to roasting coming back that's no reflection oh, of you so I good. miss my bestie um, but Connor, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. No problem. I think we need to say bye, bye besties. besties.